What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Didn't Ask podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jaimon, and today I will be diving back into the world of Reddit to see what the people asked Reddit and didn't ask me. How's everybody doing? I'm doing great. Like I said on last week's episode, I celebrated my birthday last week. So your boy is officially 23 years old and living life. I'm very busy right now, working, doing stuff with that. So I was like, man, it's going to be hard to record a podcast, but we have to do it. And of course, we're going to do it anyways, because I really like this podcast and I like diving back into the world of Reddit like we're going to do today. Well, I can make this story very long. I can make it so long. I can. Believe me, I can. But that's not what we're here to do. We're here to answer Reddit's questions. So let's start with the first one for today. Asked by user Spectorboy. Spectorboy, I guess. They ask, you wake up tomorrow with Jeff Bezos' current net worth, which is 209 billion US dollars. What do you do? And the answer is, spend it. Spend as much as I can, as quickly as I can. Because how, how long am I going to have this money? Is this just my money now? Or is this some witchery that's just like, oh, you can have it for one day or whatever. So for me, I'm just going to spend it as quickly as possible. Going to buy a car, going to buy a house, you know, make everything like as quickly as possible. Just go to one of the closest houses that I can get and just pay full cash only. You know what I mean? I'm just going to be like, hey, I'm just going to buy this house. Here you go. Here's $400,000 or whatever. And I'm going to take your house. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. Now, the money that Jeff Bezos is worth, the $209 billion, is absolutely outrageous. And I saw a video by Mini Minter, aka Simon, who went to this website where it's like, oh, spent Elon Musk's net worth. And Elon Musk is... Like I think at a hundred and four, like a hundred forty billion dollars right now, something like that. And he spent a lot of the money, at least at face value. It seemed like it. He bought planes, he bought cars on this website. It's like it's a very cool website. So he bought like cars and phones and PlayStations and Xboxes and islands and whatever, and he bought all those things. And still, he had only spent 4% of the money. 4%. You know how fucking outrageous that is to be spending so much money, at least for the normal person, to spend so much money and buying shit that you totally don't need. You don't need a hundred thousand. You don't need a hundred million dollar super yacht. Who the fuck needs that? You know what I mean? It's just like, why would somebody need that? But still, buying all those outrageous things buying a helicopter buying like i said multiple supercars and still you would only spend so little of the money so again if i had jeff bezos money i would just spend it because there is basically an endless amount of money because you're not going to spend any of this money if you have 200 billion dollars that is just outrageous i can buy the whole 
shopping center that's here in in my street and it's just like it's not gonna even make a dent so like i said specter boy you wake up tomorrow with jeff bezos's current net worth which is 209 billion dollars what do you do and it's just i would spend it i would buy houses multiple as quickly as i can and i would buy cars multiple as many as i can as quickly as I can, just to make sure that the people around me are set and that I am set. And I don't have to worry about anything in my life ever again, because $209 billion is a lot of money and I wish I had that. So thank you, Spectre Boy, for your question. Moving on to the second question of today. And this one asked by user Chalk Otter. And they ask, what movie was basically just an ad? And I picked this question because I know where this question came from. Because I am assuming that this person has seen Space Jam A New Legacy. Which many people consider just a Warner Brothers ad. And that a movie that has been made by marketing people. And, you know, I personally kind of like the movie. Especially after seeing... Space Jam 1, just a week prior, or a couple of days actually prior, after not having seen Space Jam ever in my life. And the thing that the first Space Jam has is that the movie itself is pretty okay and it's pretty fun, the dynamic that Michael Jordan has with the Looney Tunes. It's fun. But there are so many things missing from that movie and mostly it's plot related so you have the beginning of this of space jam where you have michael jordan and his son discussing like oh he's not good at at baseball the son is but actually he actually really is and there is some weird dynamic about michael jordan then finding his love for baseball but not really and then there is this whole story but for the most part, the movie just goes very quickly. There are no real points where the plot is just like, oh, it's uh, there are no real issues, so to speak, in the plot. Which makes the movie kind of boring. And there are also no real... How do you say that? There are no real hooks in the movie where it's just like, oh... The Looney Tunes have to do this basketball game. Cool. But all the Looney Tunes are already there. And there is no real... There is no real quest to get the Looney Tunes back together. And there is no real payoff to the conversation that Michael Jordan has with his kid. And there is no real... So many things are so weird and there are no real payoffs to any of them. So to have Space Jam A New Legacy be... Basically, everything that I personally wanted from Space Jam made the movie for me a lot better. Doesn't mean that it's a great movie. I had fun watching the movie because, like I said, it has it solved the issues, at least in my opinion, solved the issues that the first one had. You have the father in LeBron James with his son Dominic clashing over what they want from each other basically so dominic is a game developer and really wants to go to video game uh, camp e3 camp pretty cool to see e3 over there 
and he wants to go to E3 camp, but his dad, LeBron, is more into like, hey, I'm a basketball player, you're going to be a basketball player, so you're going to basketball camp. And there is a clash there, and that's what causes the rift between each other, and that basically sets up the story of Space Jam. Then we have Dominic that gets sucked, or both actually, LeBron and Dominic getting sucked into the computer world, aka cyberspace, that's why it's still called Space Jam, because they're going to cyberspace. And then they have this confrontation basically with each other, and Dominic uses his skill and ability to create games, to create the perfect teammates for him, and LeBron has to do it with the Looney Tunes. Now, this is where I think is really funny, but some people find it find it more of an ad, and like I said, that's coming back to the question asked by Chalk Otter, where in, like I said, in the first movie, you had basically all the Looney Tunes together already, so we were just like, oh, we're gonna do a basketball game. In this movie, you have LeBron James, who thinks about, oh, I need to have a basketball team, let's just go to all these properties owned by Warner Brothers, because we're in the Warner Brothers server room, whatever, and get the best and biggest players on the team. So he's thinking about Godzilla and King Kong and you name it. But Bugs Bunny, who is with him, thinks about this a little differently and decides to just pick up all the Looney Tunes, which I personally really adored. Just seeing Bugs Bunny like sneakily go like, oh yeah, we can pick those guys up and then picking up the Looney Tunes, which resulted into me a pretty fun movie that has more stakes than the first one and is plot-wise more thought out. The issue that arises from this is that the movie is, from all we know, aimed at kids, but they go to certain properties that are absolutely not made for kids, like Mad Max or Casablanca, because Casablanca is a movie that's fucking 90 years old or whatever it is, 80 years old. Nobody has seen Casablanca in the the younger ages. So there are some weird things. There are uh, Game of Thrones reverence, which interesting too, but some things are just very weird in that movie. But overall, I think that this movie is a really good movie. And is it an ad? Yeah, a little bit. But for the most part, it's fine to me. So going back to the Chalk Otter question, what movie was basically just an ad? I mean... Yeah, Space Jam A New Legacy is up there. Wreck-It Ralph Breaks the Internet, even though I have not seen it, which I probably should do, is also basically an ad for all the Disney properties. And it was, I believe, the Emoji Movie. I have seen that, which is absolutely disgraceful for me, but I have seen that movie, and that was also basically an ad for all the apps and fucking Grubhub and I don't know what else. But yeah, those three movies are very much an ad for the things that they represent. So thank you, Chuck Otter, for your question. Moving on to the third question of today. And this one asked by user MCXYN. And they ask, why are you single? It's a bit of a deep question. Pretty deep. But I like to talk about this. Because... I have never been in a real relationship. And I've said this on this podcast many times. 
So if you have not heard me talk about this, you probably missed some episodes. So go back into the podcast feed, listen to the episodes that you have not listened to, because they're pretty good, if I say so myself. But yeah, so why am I single? It's really hard. So for me is that I, because I've never been in a real relationship, really get, or like I fall in love pretty easily, which gives me anxiety on one side because I feel like I cannot give the person all my heart if I have the feeling that I might fall in love with somebody else, which is kind of weird to think about because if you love somebody, you probably love them, you know, uh, until you don't. But yeah, so that's one of the reasons. The other reason is that I am very much a person that I don't really go out anywhere. So I don't really connect with people and have not really connected with anybody in a year and a half now at this point, you know, with, with COVID and everything. So I've been very much doing not that much, which results in me, you know, being on my lonesome and again, not connecting with anybody. And I would say the third reason is because I don't, I have basically a very traditional belief of sex and nowadays things are really are surrounded about sex and you do things with each other and then maybe you get a relationship out of that but I look at it way differently so for me it's more like hey I me being a virgin I really like to just keep sex sacred so to speak and not fall in that that boat where it's just like sex is casual and I want especially my first time to be you know kind of special and with a person that I like and hopefully spend more than just one night with so for me is that's one of the reasons why I've been basically holding off on getting in a relationship because I feel like if I want to be in a relationship I want to know basically know for sure that hey this is the person that I'm going to spend hopefully years with and that's going to be the person that I'm going to have so many different experiences with and so far I don't really have find that person but hopefully there is going to be a change in that. So yeah user mcxyn why are you single? Well it's been really hard to connect with people in the past year and a half because of covid and it absolutely fucking sucks. I don't really go out that much beforehand anyways. So that also makes it really hard to connect with new people. And, you know, I think about sex as something special and I don't really want to sleep with people just randomly. So that's probably holding me back to from getting into a relationship, especially because now things are more based around sex and people see sex as very casual at least this is this is my view and I don't know how everybody thinks about that but this is my view of the things and I think personally that yeah keeping sex sacred is going to maybe hold me back for a little bit but eventually I hope I find somebody that I can spend the rest of my years with so thank you mcxyn for your question going on to the next question for today and this one was asked by you sir and this one was asked by user BDS underscore Cape. And they ask, what's the best insult you've heard without swearing? And this brings me back to a story. And I think I've said this before, like probably even last week. 
when I talked about trash TV, where I love trash TV. I have said it on this podcast many and many times. But one of my favorite shows of the moment is Below Deck. And Below Deck is, once again, a show about yachties, so people that work on a yacht, basically catering to the guests that they have on their super yacht. But on one season, and I believe it was season four of Below Deck Med, I'm not 100% sure about that, but I think it was season four. On that season, there was a chef that was homophobic and transphobic. She was very much anti-LGBTQ+. And one of her co-workers wasn't liking that. So he turned around to her and yelled in her face, You oxygen thief. And from that moment on, I have had that insult in the back of my head. Because it's such a good insult. Because it... It's offensive in a way, but also not because you're not using offensive words. Maybe thief is a bit offensive, but for the most part, it's a pretty okay sentence to say, you're an oxygen thief. It's not that hard. It's not like, oh, you're a fucking whore or a bitch or whatever. It's very, very simple and it doesn't use swear words whatsoever. So when he said that, I was just like, man, that's a great insult. And I'm going to keep that in the back of my pocket because it's such a nice and easy way to just sting somebody. You know what I'm saying? There is such a nice way for you to be like, oh, there's a stinger here. And again, Oxygen Thief, you don't really say anything insulting in the sense that there are no swear words, but... For the most part, yeah, there, it, it, it is very insulting, but not because of the language, but because of the meaning behind it. So thank you, BDS underscore Cape. What's the best insult you've ever heard without swearing? And that is, you oxygen thief. It's such a good and hard-hitting insult without being overtly offensive. So uh, thank you for your question. Moving on to the final question of the Ask Reddit subreddit for today. And this one was asked by user Thanos Pizza Crust. And I ask, what are your religious beliefs? And I have talked about religion on this podcast before. I talked about this when somebody asked about about favorite TV shows, something like that. Or maybe TV show recommendations, something in that vein. And... I am not religious whatsoever. I have always been very interested in religion and where stories came from and what the meaning behind them is and stuff like that. But for myself, I am not religious whatsoever. Again, I am mostly looking towards religions that have multiple gods. Those to me are the most interesting because there is a very cool dynamic that they have between the gods. Um, Most notably, of course, Norse mythology is very interesting. And of course, Greek mythology is also really interesting to, to read and, you know, watch mostly because of I played uh, the God of War games and they encompass all of these things. But for normal religions, yeah, I still think they're really interesting that people, you know, have scrolls and then they read them. And for the um, Muslims that go to Mecca and then pray at the the large rock that's there, 
All those things are very interesting, but personally, I am not religious whatsoever. And my teacher in middle school or elementary school, whatever you want to call it, he always said that when somebody asked him what asked him what his religion was, and that he believed in the holy coffee bean. So when I heard that, I was sold, and I just started saying that too. Even though that sounds, it could be a little bit offensive to some people. Personally, I thought it was just really funny, mostly because I am not religious whatsoever. But again, I am very much interested in religion, and you know, more power to you if you do. As long as it doesn't becomes offensive to other people, in the sense that there are many religious wars out there and people that do things out of their beliefs, and I think that that's just going too far. Most of the religions have a live and let live thing. I don't mind you asking. I wanted to say something, but I'm just like, well, no. I don't. I wanted to say that I don't really mind people knocking on my door and asking for me to let God in. But I honestly don't like that. Leave me alone. If I want to find God, I can go to a church and whatsoever. But yeah, so to finish this question asked by Thanos Pizza Crust, what are your religious beliefs? And honestly, I am not religious whatsoever. The things that I really like, I, I, I'm not religious whatsoever, though I really like the stories behind religion and the stories in religion. Like I said, mostly Norse mythology I find very interesting. But if somebody held the gun to my head and said that, oh, you have to be some form of religious, then I probably would pick deism. I think that's the one I mean. Which basically states that there is a creator that basically created the world, but then just fucked off. And that's the one that I believe in the most out of all all the religious beliefs where it's just like, oh, the, there is a person that somehow made this whole planet a thing and then made us. But then was just like, okay, you can figure that shit out for yourself and just watch this when he sits back. And I think that that is one of the most interesting ones because it basically means that, again, there is somebody, but he doesn't have any influence in whatsoever. But with religion, I feel like there are many things that basically come down to not believing anything else, if that makes any sense. Because... I've seen these videos online where religious people go, oh, non-believers cannot answer any of these questions. And then people answer the questions and then they don't believe it. Or they just say, fuck, they say just, oh, that's because God wanted it that way. And I, I'm, I just don't like that stuff. When you go, oh, God wanted it that way or God made it that way, I feel like you lose most of the credibility you have as a believer. So that's why I'm more like, hey, I believe in... Again, if I had to had the gun to my head and somebody asked, what's your belief? You have to have a belief. I would probably pick deism where, again, somebody made our world but then basically left and was just like, okay, you can figure this out on your own. Thank you for your question, Tainas Pizza Crust. I really like that name. That's why I keep repeating it. And now... Moving on to the final question of today. And this one was asked by user Yik Yak Pa. 
coming, of course, from the Am I the Asshole subreddit. And they ask, Am I the Asshole for wanting to walk into my first home without my wife? My wife, my wife, 27 female, and I, 27 male, have been married six months now. I have a good job in sales and have managed to save enough to get together a deposit for a house. It is true that my parents have helped me out quite a bit too financially. My wife has not been employed very consistently. She has worked as a model but hasn't saved much at all. I bought the house and the estate agent handed over the keys to me. My wife wasn't there at the handover. I was obviously super excited to show her the house and for us to start our lives together. We drove up to the house yesterday. I said to her while we sat in the car outside, Is it okay if I go in alone first, just so I can have a moment alone with my first home? I felt that I was a significant moment in my life and I wanted to experience it alone, even just for 30 seconds. My wife was upset about this and has been off with me ever since. We have moved some of our stuff in, but she's clearly still pissed. I think she's being selfish. My brother says I'm being ridiculous. Am I the asshole? And I'm gonna tell you, Pa, you're a bit of an asshole. I can understand that you mostly bought this house. I can understand that because your wife doesn't work consistently and didn't save much money, yada yada yada. But you have to understand that this is your wife. This is not your girlfriend. So saying that this is your house seems a bit weird to me. In a sense that, hey, you are married. So basically everything you guys buy is being shared amongst each other. Especially a house. The house is just it's not just yours. If your wife was your girlfriend, then I would, you know, make an... I can see the fair point where it's just like, hey, this is my house. You know, this you can live with me, but this is my house because I bought it, yada, yada, yada. But you are married. So these things go together and you have to go into the house together because it's your home. You've been married for six months now. So you cannot just be like, oh, this is my home. Figure it out. I'm going to go in alone and you can come in later. That's such a weird thing. And you bought this house, even though original poster, you, Yak Yak Pa, you bought the house. It's still the house of you guys together. So just barging in, in your lonesome, isn't really nice for your wife. So I would say, yeah, you are the asshole. Because it's such a weird thing to hang your head up, and your head up, when you guys bought this house together, and this is your your home for hopefully the rest of your lives because you are married so there is something special here but then saying that hey this i bought this money with my money so i'm gonna go in alone seems a bit weird so what i would say is just apologize to your wife which spoiler alert he actually did because i can see the edit that he did on this post and he said Thanks for the comments, guys. I wasn't expecting that much of a response. I do see that all the replies are leaning towards me being the asshole. I have decided to apologize to my wife properly. I think I was quite caught up in the emotional intensity of the milestone. Thanks. 
So yeah, I would say just apologize to your wife and say that, hey, I was caught up in the moment. This is such a big purchase. And, you know, if you want to have a moment alone with the house, it seems that you guys have not moved in fully yet. So there are many moments where you can go to the house before you go to work or after you go to work or maybe even in your lunch break. I don't know how far the house is from um, from your workplace. But there are many moments for you to soak in the fact that, hey, you bought a house. But again, you bought the house together. You are married. So this purchase, even though it is with your money, I assume that it is in both of you guys' names because, again, you are married. So get those tax breaks. But yeah, you're a little bit of the asshole. And it's good that you apologize. Yak, yak, ba. Thank you for your question. And this has been it for the episode 21 already of the Didn't Ask podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you did, please leave a review on Apple Podcast. And once again, if you leave a review on Apple Podcast, I might read this on the show. Might. No, no, I definitely will read this on the show as soon as I see it. If you want to know what I'm watching... You can go to track.tv. That link will be in the show description. And if you want to hear yourself on the podcast, please go to anchor.fm forward slash didn't dash ask dash pod. There is a button that you can press so you can record your question and I can play your question live on air. If you don't want your question to be heard live on air, then set it up front in the message. Then I'll just read the question out myself. And you can still have your question answered. Via the anchor.fm link, you can also find the other podcasts that I've done before this. So episodes 1 to 20. You can also find this podcast on YouTube by searching for Didn't Ask Podcast. And it should pop up very quickly. Now, this has been it for me for this week. I hope you had a good time. I will be back next week. So, I'll see you then. Bye.